I'd like to welcome you to the Jed Hughes Podcast. Each episode will feature a unique leader and will delve into the qualities that inspire greatness, galvanize organizations, and teach the next generation of aspiring leaders. Jed ran the process that resulted in the hiring of Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid, Masai Uzuri. Now, according to Forbes, Jed is the most connected man in sports. Robert Hainsey, our guest, two-year captain of Notre Dame rookie this past season with the Tampa Bay Bucks, going into his uh, second season. He talks to us about what it was like to hear the news of Tom Brady retiring and was what it was like to play with him this season. Welcome, Robert Hainsey. Welcome, friends. So our guest today was a rookie, now going into his second year with the Tampa Bay Bucks. And news broke uh, just today that Tom Brady's retiring. How did that, I mean, when the news started trickling out on the weekend, how did you start to process that? It was definitely weird because over the year, I've gotten I've gotten to know Tom pretty well. And obviously, I mean, he's been playing in the NFL for as long as I've been alive. I mean, I'm 23. He just retired after his 22nd season. So it's kind of, it's crazy because, you know, as a fan watching him all those years doing what he did and then having a chance to meet him and play with him and get to know him over the year. I mean, he's just the ultimate competitor, ultimate teammate. And he's just, it was a great guy to be around for my first year. So I'm extremely grateful that I had that opportunity. What's that impact on the team from your perspective in terms of him stepping away? I think it's something that, you know, everyone knew was like a looming kind of deal. It's pot. Everyone knew it was possible. Didn't know if it was going to happen for sure. I think maybe everyone kind of had like a contingency plan, so to speak in their mind of what would happen. But I mean, we'll see what our team and our locker room looks like, you know, NFL locker rooms never stay the same from year to year. So obviously this is a big change and it's something that everyone's going to have to adjust to. But I think, you know, I know when he came in last year and before I was here, he made a huge impact on the team and this year it's been awesome so I think the biggest thing is moving forward as a team just to continue that standard that he helped set for the Bucks. you know winning Super Bowls they didn't hadn't done that in a long time until he got there and it wasn't just him it was everyone coming together that's an expectation now I think is for the Bucks to be good and the Bucks to win a lot of games and that's I think what everyone's plan is going to be going forward. So it had to be disheartening the way he brought you back in that last game and then to lose the way you did. Had the, was, team, uh, had the team process that? I mean, it was that was particularly kind of crazy for me because I've never lost a game like that, especially a game of that magnitude on the last second, especially, you know, come all the way back. They get a shot. They kick that field goal. And I was like looking around and just kind of time froze for a second. I was like, well, the season's over. That's it. And, you know, that's a definitely a transition coming into college, from coming from college where, you know, season's end, but you kind of know exactly who's going to be there and not going to be there come January. Now we're off until like April and we'll see what the team looks like then. So it's definitely weird. You got your close friends that you talk to and you'll know kind of what they're doing in the off season. But it's definitely a it's definitely a hard pill to swallow. I think everyone will think be thinking about that for a while. Do you think when the game was over and they came in? 
uh, and they thought that Tom maybe that was his last game. Was, did, was that discussion circulating at all in the locker room? No, I don't think so. I don't think anyone was really thinking about that at the time. It was kind of just a, it was a, like we had a very good locker room and a lot of close guys and it was kind of, you know, a little pretty somber, but everyone was handshakes, giving each other hugs, telling everyone how much they appreciate what they've done for each other this year. So it was a pretty, you know, as sad as it was and how upset everyone was, it was a cool sight to see everyone kind of come together a little bit and give thanks for what we were able to do together. It looked like uh, that when you it looked like your center had got, was going to get a, was hurt and that you might be going in the ball game there in that first playoff game. Yeah, that was a that was kind of crazy because um, you know, like our right tackle Tristan Works had gotten hurt, and I hadn't played a lot, much right tackle since college, if any, in practice here and there throughout the season, but not much. And so then I was getting ready. So if something were to happen to that tackle, I was probably going to have to go play right tackle, and then you know. Jensen tweaked his ankle a little bit, and I thought for sure he was done. So I was like, okay, here we go, got to go. And I was ready, and I was excited, and I was fully prepared to take advantage of the opportunity and do everything to help our team. And then he, we were on the sideline kind of waiting for that next drive, and he came back. He's like, I'm good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> he's, a tough, he's a tough dude, and he's a, he's a really tough dude, and I look up to him a lot. And he's The helped whole me so line much. of yours is pretty tough. Certainly. We have a good, we had a great group this year and it was a lot of fun to get to know those guys and work with them every day. It was, it was awesome. They, they, they have that kind of work ethic that Tom has. No, absolutely. I think everyone was fully committed. Everyone in our room is fully committed to doing everything we can and the consist- consistency our position group played with over the year that that's very evident. And it's, it was a, an honor and a pleasure to like, to, like I said, go to work every day with those guys and practice and watch them during games and help as much as I can being a backup, you know, different role for me, but doing everything I could to help them. It's tough after you've been starting for all those years to come and not play, isn't it? Very. It was definitely a transition and it's hard, but um, over the course of the season, I kind of learned what worked the best for me and how to do everything and just prepare and like, Preparing as if I was going out there to play every play on Sundays is what I tried to do and worked a lot with our coaches and some other guys um, in that preparation and just getting better every week, week in and week out, and having a complete understanding of what the game plan was each week. And you said Tom was good with you in terms of snaps and spending time with you and helping you learn the position. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as a guy like him who's done everything he's done to, you know, take an interest and take the time to help me along the way was, was great. You know, like on, on days I would practice with the ones that Jensen wasn't practicing or something like going with him and just kind of getting a feel for it. He always tell me what I was doing right or mostly what I was doing wrong and stuff like that. So it was, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. I think, you know, he, he would over the course of the year, I think we kind of, it was just cool getting to know him. The percentage of uh, behind taking the ball from center as opposed to uh, shotgun snaps, what kind of percentage do you think you, you, your team had this year? We probably had more shotgun. I don't know percentage, but maybe like 60-40 shotgun because we did pass the ball a lot because of the weapons we had, but we could always line up and run it, and we had our runs from the shotgun. So I'd say we probably did have a little more shotgun. But How is that learning, that snap, the difference between when somebody's underneath you and then when you're in a lads crowd and you got to – go on um, or on motion. Yeah, that, that's a little, it's definitely a bit of a learning curve and, you know, switching to center completely, the whole thing was a learning curve. So I guess I got to learn everything at the same time. 
but yeah, the hardest part is probably when those those loud crowds you go in silent count and the way we everyone does it differently, but the way we would do it, you know, like center puts his head between his legs and as soon as the quarterback lifts his foot is when you're snapping. So you get out there, you look, you make your mic point, make the calls, and then you, you're blind until the ball snaps. So there's a lot of communication from the guards to you if there's something that has to be something that has to be communicated, whether things change and then you make that snap and you, your head uh, snaps up and you're just looking to see that new picture in a split second and then go do your job, whatever it may be. Well, you just think about the game you were in a week ago, what happened, uh, the turn of events between yeah. the, the snap, you know, losing the ball, and then all of a sudden you get the ball back because quarterbacks are not in sync with the center. And it's funny because, you know, it's a thing you do every day, a hundred times a day, and it's kind of, it just becomes natural. But the moment you, you stop kind of just thinking about it in the back of your mind, like, hey, make sure, you know, snap first. You can't run a play, can't do anything without getting the snap off. So that is true. Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking time, uh, coming on and sharing your thoughts with our guests. Enjoy your, uh, your travels in the truck. What kind of yeah. truck do you have? I just got a like an F one fifty. I love it. It's great. It's perfect. Ford one fifty. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you're going to get to see a lot of the country. Yeah. So if anyone from Ford's listening to this, I'd love a sponsorship. Well, our, our former one of our former guests was a former CEO at Ford, Jim Hackett. Love that. Maybe maybe he'll hear me. Well, thank Definitely. you, Jed. I appreciate it. Thanks again.